What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhoods Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Yeah, what were you bitching about, EFN? That anything that I bring up of that my kids are going through and I ask you guys, you guys are like, oh, I never went through that. Didn't happen. Even like when even my uh my family was in town from from L.A. And, and my cousin, I have my godson who's 12 and she's like, you know, I'm telling her about my kids having mood swings or whatever or meltdowns. And she's like, oh, I never went through that with him. Uh, an angel. And I'm like, fucking everybody that has kids that are a little older. <laughs> Their kids never did shit. They didn't do this. They didn't get sick. They didn't get it. They were fucking perfect angels. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you good? So anyways, you good? I'm talking about cron- <laughs> like if anybody listening out there that actually has normal lives um, that can remember the shit they've been through or in the trenches, let me know if your kids have chronic congestion and if you've figured out why and a cure for it. And, gotta be, it's gotta be an out. Al- it's gotta be some kind of allergy, man. And you took him to an allergist, no? Or was no, that something else? No, no, it was something else. Okay. He, we took him to something else. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm trying, I- I'm I'm chopping it up to allergies. I'm I've checked for mold. Um, we have all these filters. I don't know. How o- water how is often- even fucking filtered. <laughs> how often do they go um swimming? Not often. Mm. Not, I would rather go more than than we have. Yeah. Um. We we've been going lately. Maybe they've gone like twice in the past month, which is a lot. But three times actually, because they went to a pool party. Which is another thing too. Like Did you parents, hate that shit though. Parents with little kids, like kids between the ages of two and five. Why the fuck are you having pool parties? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dangerous. <laughs> like it's fucking stupid, man. Like really. A, no fucking parent wants to go in the pool with their kids. So they're all going to be like, it was funny. Like these, either it's a pool party or they have a bouncy house with water in it. Even more ridiculous because the amount of accidents that were happening was ridiculous. So these people, all the parents are all hovering over these kids because, you know, they're little kids and they're all with their floaties and some swim and some can, some are jumping. And it's like insane, dude. I went to this pool party. Um, first of all, these people, the, oh man, I feel like imagine if this is the one listener we have is the fucking person listening. <laughs> motherfucker had tiki torches lit. Dope. That's, that's lit. lit. <laughs> that's like, are you fucking serious, dude? At a, at a fucking four-year-old's party? You got tiki torches lit. Yo, and what do you think? And they had a bounce house in the pool, of course. Both things. And the tiki Trump. torches were, were next to gasoline tanks. No, well, servant, ser- servant alcohol for the parents. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they always <laughs> nice. Um, and it's funny because if anybody, nobody says anything to me. Like nobody has mentioned drink champs to me with these parents. But it's funny because I'm the one like not trying to drink at these things. Yeah. Um, but a tiki torch, of course, fucking lops over and starts to light up the fucking the bounce house. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm the only one that sees it. The only one. Are you just watching the train wreck? Or no, you- I fucking run. <laughs> To save the fuck, because all I can imagine is this thing going up in flames, and I run and I fucking pick up the tiki torch. Nobody even notices me. Like one person noticed me, and there's holes in the, in the in the bounce house, but whatever. It doesn't. I mean, it fucked up the bounce house, but it still worked. So uh, that happens, right? Boom. Then I'm by the pool, like you know, hovering over my daughter in there, and they have. They're like these people's house was on a lake, and they had one of those like umbrellas that's like weighted down with like a water thing. Yeah. And they had it over the pool area and the wind blows that shit onto the kids. My daughter being one of them, this big ass metal umbrella with the fucking weighted water thing all flies into the pool on top of these kids. And I fucking go in there. This this is like, this is the only reason why I do CrossFit to be able to handle this situation. <laughs> like you see like the moms and oh, I just grab God. it and I'm like, and I'm like all in my head. I'm like for the, for time, like I got to yeah. pull this weighted thing out. For time. <laughs> <laughs> this is my only use of anything CrossFit I do. This is my wad for the day. And then a, a dude, a dad is like, he's like, bro, I watched you save the party twice. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Next time. Don't watch be a part. <laughs> Don't go to those parties. Ay, Dios mío. That's funny. I and mean, we're in I, another, there's, and there's another pool party coming up now. Ah, that's dope. Wait, but your kids swim, right? No, they're not. Oh. They're, no, floaty swim. Oh, First of all, my son, I don't want him going in there because no. And then my daughter, <laughs> he floaty swims. That's that's a real Miami thing. Well, I don't want I don't want him to go there because like, no. <laughs> So I didn't do my head like that, all sassy. <laughs> like literally, I literally know. <laughs> hey, okay. Be, be, another thing, really quick, guys. I, I sent this to you in, in the group text. Nobody said anything, or I think you did, man. I'm sure I did, but I get ignored, so it doesn't really matter. What is up with this stupid fucking social media challenge with telling your kids to fight? So- so is this the one where this is the one you sent through where it's is it the one where the parents say, I'm about to get into a fight. I need you to be ready for backup. And they, yeah, I need no, you to they say, the or whatever. The, I'm about to fight someone that's bringing their kids. That's your age. I need you to be ready to jump in if they jump in. And fight them. And that's, that's right. supposed to be to test their loyalty. Is right. And, the, and, the, and then you see some of these kids fucking start crying, dude. Like, I'm like, so the challenge is to give them the. Uh, the sense of a fight or flight, like put them through that bullshit. And, and like, what, and what is it saying? Like, this is what you're doing for, to get likes and views. Like, this is like, this is to go viral to make your kids fucking, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just don't understand it, man. Like the fuck dude. It's irresponsible. Bullshit is what it is. Cause like, yo, like at the end of the, if that, if the lesson is loyalty and that's what the length you have to go to, to see if you're, why do you have to test your child's loyalty to you first and foremost? Because if you got to go that far, then you got other issues you got to deal with. Because that, that and, the, and the proudest parents are the ones where the kids are like, yeah, fuck that, let's go. Like, yeah, you're proud. You're proud, right? Yeah, that's why. Like, 
You know, just think how sick society is now with because <laughs> all the social media, like the stuff that people are doing. No, I can't. I can't wait for the Nukem challenge for for the generation, <laughs> the next generation of leaders that are in con- the presidents of countries and dictators going, yo, Nukem challenge. Oh, I just nuked this country. Oh, gosh, she's going viral. Right, so don't put that shit out there. Let's, <laughs> let's <not> do that. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like these challenges are dumb. Yeah. And look, I say that as someone has partaken in some of these dumb things, not in the normal way. I always try to find a way where it's like I'm really making fun of the challenge. But nonetheless, I'm obviously yeah. doing it. So, so you basically punched out the other parent first before your kid had to <laughs> get involved, right? Like I did the, the bucket challenge, but I threw the bucket on Eddie Giggs okay. without him knowing. And that was that was the challenge. That's the way I did the challenge. That's the one with the water, right? For the ALS? The ice water? Yeah. I mean, that was the it worked. ALS raised a whole lot of money off that. I hear you, man. But I, I'm look, I've I've gotten into the, the conversation and arguments where it's like, and I've been a proponent of how the positive sides of social media for businesses and brands and all that. But I'm starting to 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 understand that I think that there's way more negative with social media and the impact it's having on our psyche, like our the human you know, brain or whatever yeah. and behaviors. I think there's a lot more negative than positive in the long run. It, so it's some, it's something we were talking about. I had a meeting with uh, my old high school counselor and uh, an alumni of my old high school. Shout out to St. Raymond High School in the Bronx. And we were having this conversation around how do you, how do you support kids in this generation now, given how significant a distraction social media is at their device in general, right? Having a phone access to videos, whatever instantly and being able to have them understand what opportunities are out there for them. When all, for the most part, all these kids are doing is looking at what they see in themselves in the mirror, comparing themselves to whatever people they follow. And then constantly going back and forth, doing that comparison, even subconsciously. So they're kind of stuck in this place and have really very little opportunity to ex- escape that, to understand like, yo, all right, what does being a lawyer look like? Like, let me go look in, like this, this really, it's more difficult than even when we were growing up. Cause in, in environments like where most of us grew up, you had like, you could at least see people around you, like going to their jobs. You kind of had a feel for what they did. And at a minimum you had an understanding right. here. They just right here trap. They're not even paying attention to what's going on around them. But so, you ever wonder? Uh, you, ever, you ever wonder why, uh, like a lot of the, the big tech folks and everything, they send their kids to Waldorf schools, expensive Waldorf schools, where they're not allowed to have any kind of TV or screens or anything like that. Uh, you got to get into what a Waldorf <laughs> school is, because that's a relatively new thing. I I just learned about. I didn't even know that. But yeah, that's a great point. Why do they do that? Because they, because they know <laughs> that the kids they, are better they off. They say it in that documentary. What's that documentary yeah. called? Oh yeah, um, social whatever something, something. But yeah, the the dude says that. <laughs> Yo, we're mad helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up the the one the guys from Facebook and Instagram and all those fucking places. They, they it's a documentary. Google all the words that EFM <laughs> just said. <laughs> and that's the other part of things like. There'll be this dope ass documentary with insiders telling you how fucked up the whole shit is. The shit gets a buzz. Everybody's like, great flick, wins an award, and done. Keep, right. keep, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Nobody gives a fuck. It's called the um, social, 
No, not the social network. Sorry, that's not it. No, that's the wrong one. That's the, the one that tells one. us how this all started. Yeah. Um, the social the, dilemma. That's the one. The fact that people <laughs> have the ability to just like have their own fucking TV show twenty four seven. That is, is the a thing, problem, man. man. That is the problem. fucking problem. Everybody thinks that. And again, it's it's like it's kind of weird because it's like yes, everybody's important. But we've taken this this level of like where everybody thinks they're a celebrity and everybody thinks they deserve this airtime and what they got to say is is is, is well, ta- taps into the uh, the ego and the narcissism of people too like that's now the the elevated insane piece man. right yo but why why snitch on yourself like. You people don't even see it as snitching. People just think it's like, "What this shit is like entertaining how, for somebody." Yeah, look how cool I look how cool this is going to be. Not jeopardize it's, my freedom. No, let's not think about that. I mean, look at all the kids doing crimes on social media. Like they're they're and, li- and live streaming. Yeah, yeah, doing fucking murders too. Like everything is being broadcasted. I don't think. Oh man, I don't know, bro. Like I, I tell you right now, I think we're fucked. We're f- I, I really feel terrible for, for our kids to have to grow up in this bullshit, man. Like, I, shit, yeah. fuck that. Take me back to the cowboy days. We're probably better off then. Probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, man, hip-hop didn't exist, bro. We'd be worse off right now. <laughs> no, so invent it. So, Manny, how do you, how, how do you guys nav- how do you guys navigate your... She's 15 now? Yeah. How nervous are you guys or I, I know she's she's you know she's got her shit together and everything, but like really how much are you paying attention in terms of what how much time she's spending on the phone and social media and what that stuff is actually doing to her? We're paying I mean we're not it's like, a pretty it's a pretty critical age for that is. kind of influence right now. It is and we're not like taking her phone and checking up on what she's watching or anything like that. But we are make we're bringing it up. We're addressing it every time we're like, yo, you spent your whole day on this shit or yo, put it down for a minute. You know, like we we're making her aware of how long she stays on the phone and we have conversations like it's, it's not, we try not to approach it on some like, yo, you're fucking up type of thing. More mm-hmm. so like, Yo, pay attention. Look, 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 bring in examples, especially now because we're in the summer. So her level of activity with academics is now at a minimum, right? So right. now we could go back and say, yo, you remember that period when you was crying because you was so stressed out about school, this, that, and the third? Yo, look at how that escalated. And then we paint the picture for her and she can remember those moments of like, yo, you decided you wanted to spend three hours on your fucking phone instead of you know going to sleep on time or whatever. So it's it's really that's how we approach it. It's just having her acknowledge what it is that she's doing and trying to make it so that it put it into the real world context and the the, the issues that come about as a result of her not just diversifying her time. Do, does she have does she have her own social media accounts? She's got she uses Snapchat, I think, more than anything. OK, and she's got a TikTok account. Yeah, and, the kids. That's how they. That's their text messaging. And have you guys seen like what she posts? Do you have any idea of like what she doesn't? She doesn't post. Okay, she does like DMs with her friends. Like, right. 
they do this all of them they do this stupid shit where they're like so it's not public facing it's just her whole network of a little click mm-hmm. and then they, they kind of she'll take pictures but like not of her face but like of like this part of her chin and her shoulder or like this part of her, her head like it's not like a normal picture they just that's how they play like silly picture shit or whatever mm-hmm. but it's but it is in a closed well closed dm kind of loop Huh. We're fucked. Look, man. It's impossible for us to stop them. So we have to do, in my opinion, we have to do as much work as we can to make them aware and help them understand the pros and the cons of what they're doing. Because to your point earlier, e, there are some there's some good that comes from this stuff too. But at the velocity and the just the rate that our kids are involved in this stuff it's it's hyper hyper bad so we got to figure out like how to pull things at least that's the approach that seems to be working with my daughter like just put shit into perspective and like tease out reality and scenarios and hopefully they can click and understand it but her, her biggest thing honestly is watching netflix on her phone that's where she probably spends the most time when she's on her device that's better she, she is reading a lot like an actual physical book as of the last like couple of weeks so since the summer started for her which i'm like fucking celebrating every day like, how many oh, chapters yeah. did you read oh my god like trying to really keep her in that mode yeah she's enjoying it so helps <clears throat> yeah devices man uh, can can we switch a second? Because actually, I have sure. something. So, all right, just on the on the entrepreneurial tip, and I don't. We didn't talk about it on the pod, right? Uh, when I was telling you guys about what Fly Dad kind of had to go through in the last month or so, where inventory. Uh, yeah, you told. Well, not told, on the pod. You told know, me. Yeah, I don't think on the pod. Yeah. All right, so just for the audience here. So, uh, as you know, I have we collaborate together have a, a company called Fly Dad, and Fly Dad's inventory. Uh, basically got all of it got sent back to me from our fulfillment center and it was just some bullshit, but ultimately all of it came to me and we were kind of down for two weeks. We weren't able to sell anything and it happened the day before father's day Mm -hmm. leading up to father's day is fly Dad's super bowl, right? For obvious reasons. And all that inventory was on its way back. It, they told me it could take up to 90 days for that inventory to come back to me. So basically, I was like, there's nothing. <laughs> it was a wrap. And so finally, you know, it, it started coming in a couple of days. And, then, you know, like it took maybe like a week, a week and a half, actually a week and a half for it to actually get to my house. But then I'm playing offense like crazy. I'm trying to get everything set, situated, packed and off to our fulfillment center so that we can get things back rolling. Yo, my kids, as soon as I said, yo, here's what I'm dealing with, yo, they rolled up their sleeves and started doing all sorts of work to try to get everything back in, in, you know, in in rotation. Nice. So, and, and, but we talked about it with term last episode. Yeah, that was last episode. All this personal development stuff that I've been working on, like, was the thing that allowed me to think more clearly instead of like panic. And like waste time thinking about, oh, now, now all this is going to happen. Oh, nah, nah, nah. It's like, all right, it happened. Now, how do I get back on the horse and, and do better? So 
we had a little bit of a vacation. We got to get everything rolling again. But Prime Day just wrapped on Amazon and we killed on Amazon. So we had two record breaking days on Amazon, which were the two Amazon Prime days. So level head, positive attitude and then support from your kids is the recipe right now. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats to you guys too. You guys are beneficiaries. Well, you had to, you had to deal with it all. <laughs> so. yeah, fine. Fine. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Pretty so outside much. of sick kids, I mean, came. Well, here's a, here's here's a little yeah. Here's a little story for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rick the Ruler. So I haven't talked about it much, and you know, you know how I like to keep things under a wrap. But anyway, we're we're moving, right? So, um. This is the uh, first time doing a move with a uh, kid, right? So it's definitely been a lot for him to soak in, saying goodbye to friends and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely yeah. been been kind of an emotional roller coaster for him. Um, exciting, but then on the flip side, you know, it's like one minute it's exciting, the next minute it's like, oh shit, I'm not going to see this person again. You know that kind. Of, it's a little bit different now because you can still zoom and FaceTime. Right. You know, feels feels different than like when we were younger and you move somewhere and you know, it's pretty so feels like a wrap across the town and you won't see him again. Back in yeah, the yeah. Sure. Um, but what was funny is we did a. Um, we talked about this before. Like you know, he went through this this year all this whole crush phase right he's like he ended up having a crush on a girl and that girl also had a crush on him and they were friends but then you know they then they kind of confessed their crushes to each other (laughs) right but they held they handled it really cool because they were both like all right well we both have crushes on each other but we're also friends so let's not make it weird and we'll just you know (laughs) that kind of thing. Right, and nice. so we're cool with her, her family, like, and you know, we like her and, and they like my son. And so, you know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a weird thing where it could be, where it's like, you know, a parent right. could be kind of weirded out. Like, Oh, your son is, has a crush on my daughter, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so you gave your blessing is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all, it, it was all good, but you know, but they been, gave the blessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's mutual. <laughs> so we did a, uh, we did a kind of goodbye dinner with them the other night. Um, just so, you know, we, they could hang out for a little bit. So we went and had dinner and then they went to the park and and skateboarded around together and stuff like that. And then at the end, um, and then at the end, you know, they gave each other a hug goodbye and, and that kind of thing. And it was real funny to, wasn't funny, but it was interesting to see just how kind of sad and bummed out my son was afterwards did you shed a tear Kay? no oh, I, fe- I felt I, I felt sad i feel like shedding a tear over <laughs> right now I, I i felt sad i definitely felt emotional about it right. watching him and then just you know driving driving away and she's kind of yelling i'll miss you and you know he's oh, like i'll miss you and just the yeah it was it was interesting it's like you're like damn just putting myself in his shoes and that feeling of like, Oh, you know, he's, he's, he's really going to miss this person. Right. Yeah. But at least they, like you said, at least they do have the means to see and communicate. Yeah. 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 And so we'll 
facilitate that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just so funny. Like when you're, I don't know, when you're older and you making moves and maneuvering, you don't really think about like the, it's just like, you'll see people when you see them and you keep in touch, but that's not like you're kind of, it doesn't feel so final because everything is, we're just used to everything being in change and movement and everything. Whereas when you're dealing with kids, especially younger like this, and I mean, Manny, you know about this from your moving around, but especially just kind of, you know, I've seen him say goodbye to his friends and, and then, you know, say goodbye to the crush is a, that I could see it, uh, tug on his heart a little bit. Sad. That's yeah, that's tough. He's, I mean, but you're right. Like he's got the means to be able to communicate, which yeah. I think makes all the difference, honestly, because whatever, you know, I'll say heartache if that's what it to best describes it. But having like FaceTime alone is super clutch because I'm thinking yeah. about like, you know, you know, uh, and maybe all of you have experienced it, but like when you're young and then you have like some sort of long distance relationship, whether it's like. And I'm saying like an hour away from where you are, right? Nothing like across the country or anything. But even that, like back in the day, it was like, all right, you could call them or you could write letters and shit. And that was kind of like the main mode of communication. But that's not, it's still like you're missing a big piece of it. At least here, the face stuff actually will make a big difference. So it'd be interesting to see kind of where this all nets out in a few years. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm very curious to see like how many, how many of his, people he stays in touch with via all this yeah because you know when you're fresh in the moment right now everyone's like oh we're gonna keep in touch yada yada you know yeah it's like if you read your yearbook (laughs) yeah don't ever change stay in touch yeah we're gonna keep in touch here's my (laughs) number like you don't even know who those people are anymore right speaking of relationships so my six-year-old uh I i think i mentioned this but my kids have this thing called sibling code i might have said this a long time ago so it's kind of their way of having serious conversation amongst themselves and keeping mom and dad out of it. So it's a little, it's a little nerve wracking because you don't know what's going on, but you try to give them the respect so that they can nurture that bond that they have. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, foul shit they share. And given that my oldest is involved, like we feel like cool. Cause she'll be able to like, yo, that's fucked up. We got to deal with that or not. But anyway, my six year olds now, trying to be a part of this sibling code because primarily it was my eldest too. Mm. And so I hear I overhear her telling the other two that she kissed a boy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Mm. She, I forget what it was, but she kind of, you know, she said it like puffing up a chest, like, yeah, I kissed. I was like, I, and I, yo, I caught myself again, just trying to be like, yo, level headed, don't wild out. And I'm just sitting there like counting backwards and trying not to like get involved. And then I keep hearing her talk about it. And then apparently she wrote, this is how it started. She wrote on a piece of paper, I love whatever this kid's name is. Oh, wow. And then my oldest saw it and she loudly said, what do you mean blah blah and she's like yeah i kissed him whatever and <laughs> so i'm texting my wife feverishly like you better go downstairs and handle that shit 
Because I don't know what, if I go over there, it's going to be a problem. Fucking Hiroshima's about to blow up in this bitch. And and she didn't come down, but she she was like calling her like, what is it? Blah, blah. Yo, my daughter lies. My six-year-old lies. She's like, no. And then she quickly. So they, they were all in cahoots. My oldest ripped a piece of paper out of her notepad, threw it in the garbage for my youngest. The youngest mm. writes <laughs> some random shit on the paper. And she's like, no, I was, we were just talking about me. I, I put I eat boogers on a piece of paper and they were the same. Ew. Like, yo, she put herself on front street, but for some other shit so that she could get like, you know, less in trouble or whatever. And I'm like, my wife's, you know, she's they're talking and I'm texting my wife. She's lying. I heard paper rip. Blah, blah, blah. I'm giving her the play by play. And then it all comes to a head and I find a piece of paper and I show it to my and no, she brings it upstairs. We have the young one bring it upstairs and she un- uncrumbles it. And she's, and then we're like looking at her and she's like, Yeah, I lied. Oh, man. And, but she's looking for every which way to try to get back in good graces now. And then, yo, my wife was heartbroken because, you know, trust, right? Like, right. you want to make sure you maintain that at, at the highest level. Uh, the lying is, that's always a tough one, man. Yo, six years old. And and the whole circumstance, like, yeah, you know, boy, you got I love you on a piece of paper. You don't even know what the fuck that is, like all this shit. And at the end of it all, I'm like, all right, it happened. How do what do how do we react in this moment now? Because if you start so to wild out, did you do the same thing to your son? Where yet? Where now your daughter has to write, <laughs> I will not lie on. on no, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet because with my son, it was like every day. Every day for like yeah. two weeks. With her, this is like the first time we actually catch yeah, okay. her. Yeah. So it's like, so you got to temper everything. You can't start. I can't go off out the window about the relationship thing. Right. I can't really get on her case about the I love you know. And we we got to make sure she understands how serious the lie piece is. But I can't like, I can't kill her for it. So we really like had to play mental ninja with each other to figure out like the best prescription for it. And ultimately we just kind of like made her understand how serious the lying piece was. And that's where we focused. And my wife wouldn't talk to her for a little bit too, just to make her understand how serious it was. So what I had about to your cop. older daughter, like she lied too. She did. But you know, we, we kind of looked at her like disappointed and was like, yo, you can't do that shit. And we, but again, their bond, we don't want to disrupt that either. So having her feel like she really fucked up in this because of what it was, we were like, all right, we got to, again, put things into perspective a little bit. What do we want the outcome to be in the future? We want her to protect her siblings, but also measure the circumstance and then do the right thing. And this one, it was a little mild, but we kind of gave her a little bit of shit and then we, we just you know, put it to bed. How about you, mm-hmm. E? If what if that happened in your house, E? Nah, dude, I can't. Well, do that. I think about <laughs> nah, like the other day, my daughter said something about like, you know, we we bathe uh, both the kids together in the, in the tub, right? And she said something. I wasn't there. She said, said it to my girl that some kid, a little kid in her school, has the same thing as my son. Same private part. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. 
And then my mom was my mom, mom my girl, my girl was like, what? Like, how do you know this? And she's and 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 the thing with my daughter is that when like if you react a certain way, she shuts down. Okay. You oh, know, okay. so you gotta like, and the thing is naturally we'll react to something, and she she kind of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, you know. But basically, what it seems like happened is that that she was in the bathroom in school and the kid went into the wrong bathroom because they let the kids go into the bathrooms by themselves. I mean, it's open. Like I've been there. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It sounds crazy, but whatever. I've, I, but that was the only thing I've ever been worried about in this school was the, the, the freedom of the kids going to the bathroom. Like while you're there, you see the kids just go to the bathroom. And um, apparently like maybe the kid went to the bathroom into the wrong bathroom and started like next to her or whatever. I don't know. Something like that happened. Yeah. And but yeah, uh, I'm like, what the hell, bro? Like, all I'm thinking about is these little kids, like, look at mine, look at mine. That's what I'm thinking, you know, because that's how you were stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <I was> gonna... <laughs> uh, but shit. uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This, that's scary, that part is scary. Yeah, I don't know. Bro. All right. Just got to deal with it <laughs> as best we can without losing our minds. Did you right, know, but, you're, but your sons did when they were little, little kids, because this is natural, yank on their joint all day, right? Like, like not all day. Like when you're yeah. changing their diaper, they're like, gra- like whenever yeah. it's like oh, out, they're like grabbing it like. Right? That's well, yeah, cool. yeah, because they don't know what the hell. Right, is. Like, you what? start telling me like, nah, I didn't have to either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're discovering their junk. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, right. So, something to grab. What is it? Yeah, my yeah. Oh. hilarious. Like, oh, what you grab? Oh, you're gonna kill yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, bro. Man. Let's go back and suffer. <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself, bro. I'm not doing that. 